Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Dominique is about to just blow your mind. This dude is crushing it. Speaking, coaching, empowering as a badass podcast with a freaking GPS on it. Oh my goodness gracious. We are about to unleash in this conversation. So definitely stay tuned. And I'm talking to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self. You're here and now tuning in live as we take steps together. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being here. I I acknowledge you for taking those steps. I acknowledge you for showing up, for investing your time, your money, your energy into these sources of empowerment encouragement, growth, and becoming your GPS. So I acknowledge you. Keep showing up. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. And who is it by this week? I believe it's by David Shahade, who says, Chris is fantastic. The first time I listened to Chris, I knew he is the real deal. He will inspire you to move up higher in the ladder of life, wherever you are, as long as you have the desire to learn. Thank you, Chris, for your great work. David, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you sharing that review. And if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, personal development marathon, and podcast, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store, and you can find us there and give us a review. Thank you in advance for doing that. All right, I'm going to introduce Dominique in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. We're going to teach you the keys to unleash, unleash your greatness, unleash, unleash that is which which is within you. Let's go, okay? We're going. So I'm going to intro him. Make sure you stay all the way through to the end because one of these ideas, one of these tips, one of these 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 hacks, one of these, these beautiful, epic, life-transforming fruits of Dominique's labor that he has just put in again and again and again could be the thing that makes the difference for you. Dominique Dom Brightman is an award-winning speaker and certified member of the John Maxwell team. He's the author of Going North, Tips and Techniques to Advance Yourself, and the follow-up bestseller, Stay the Course, The Elite Performer's Seven Secret Keys to Sustainable Success. Dom's, Dom hosts the Going North podcast, which is a top-rated self-help podcast, and he interviews authors from all around the world. His mantra is advance others to advance yourself. Reach out to him to learn how you can unlock your inner value through book writing, coaching, and podcasting. Dom, are you ready to rock the house, my man? Hey, you ready to rock the house, baby. You're like a whole giant sack of boulders, baby. Dude, like a boulder, like a boulder, man. We're live and becoming your greatest possible self. Dom, thank you for being here. I appreciate you, man. And we are going to dive into the theme today, which is authoring your legacy. You know a thing or two about authoring your legacy, Dom. What does that mean to you, brother? Man, authoring your legacy, that's when you take some ink, you put it on some paper, you digitize the bit, and then you make sure someone gets their hands on it, whether they're hot or cold, and make sure they read it and share it with someone else, man. You got to author mm-hmm. that legacy, man. You got to let the folks know, it's like, hey, once you put something on paper, it's going to be immortal, man. Let Ooh. them know you're in a business of immortality. Ooh, that, I love it. I love it. And And, you know, I feel for us, it gives us so much clarity, authoring your work, your journey, your story, putting things into a concise, efficient, effective way to actually achieve an outcome of impacting someone's life, that is that is no joke, man. It is it is some serious business. It it can be a lot of fun and there's also there's so much heart, there's so much soul, there's so much focus that goes into that process. It is it's intense, man. Oh yeah, you can say that again, man, because there's all sorts of setbacks on the way to putting <laughs> your work out there, making sure you actually not only put it out there but keep promoting it. Yeah. And keeping yourself out in front of others. Yeah. Dude, I love it. I love it, Dom. Great, great response. So tell us just a little bit more about the the podcast, your books, the coaching, speaking. You know, what do you want people to know about you that you're doing? What do you stand for? How are you serving your clients today, brother? Sure thing. So what I stand for, I stand for two feet because I've been blessed with two of them. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. the beautiful thing about it. <laughs> yeah, That's right. 
we took something to step forward too, because life is shorter than a one foot tall brick wall. Mm-hmm. And we gotta just try to enjoy the life that we've been given because we only get one of these in this form anyway. So in this time, in this form of travel, in this human body that we've been gifted with, yeah. we gotta treat it like a temple and make sure that we enjoy life yeah. and not just with that end either. So a little bit about myself, Dominic Don Brightman. You said a lot in the introduction. Podcast host, author, speaker, coach, and it's really just a power pack for millennia out there just to help others unlock their inner levels of greatness. And I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for just the encouragement and the words of inspiration from the folks who've come before me and saw something in me and that actually t- took the time to actually plant this greatness in me because we all need each other. Because without each other, we wouldn't be nothing. And heck, even humans, we all need each other because no one can do it alone. No man is an island. And if you say you're an island, that means you're a deserted, uninhabited island full of dead life. (laughs) That's kind of an oxymoron, if you ask me. And it's just really, really just an awesome time to be alive, man. It's really awesome to be alive, man. Yeah, absolutely, Dom. So, dude, I want to I want to go back into your journey um, and talk about being being the stand with your two feet and being poured into, being encouraged, being just the the man that you are today. Writing two books with the podcast, like where did that where did that desire, where did that drive begin for you, man? What was what was growing up like for you? Yeah, man. So. Raised up as a church boy all my life, and every Sunday after certain age, I think it was like five or something, whenever we could start talking, we had to memorize these Bible verses. And when Sunday morning after that time was over and all the kids got done reciting verses, the pastor of the time got up and said, watch that kid right there. He's going to grow up to be somebody. Mm. And apparently he was talking about me. And I was like, oh, okay, wow, this is awesome. And it just goes all the way down years later into the teenage years, doing more speaking at church with everything else, and then doing plays and things like that. And then eventually doing that, and then on top of basically being in a library as a part-time job on top of high school and a full-time college credits, and getting in a car accident on my 21st birthday mm. as a birthday gift, that was really what changed the trajectory for me. Because funny enough, I originally was going to be an IT major, was going into IT field room network computers and all the other good stuff. But just that little turning point that just shifted me and made me change direction in a way to go north in a way and actually change for the better because I've had this voice as a gift for years and it's like, hey, that's kind of why I started a podcast, but it kind of went all the way back from kind of like at the beginning with the whole two feet and all the other sets of feet out there mm-hmm. encouraging you to move yours as well to keep on going and pressing on no matter what happens so just the encouragement from other people and just taking what i lived and what i've read and actually applied into my life because after the 21st birthday of getting into a car accident i did this thing called a new year's mantra and it's really timely now to really do that as opposed to a New Year's resolution. I mean, we're almost done January. Mm. February's here, and before you know, Mother's Day's coming. So yeah. basically, instead of having a New Year's resolution, I would have a New Year's mantra, uh, basically a one to three word theme from every year. So 2013 was my year of rebirth. I was born. Mm. After I got into that car accident, I was mm. like, all right, something's got to change. So I started becoming a voracious reader, reading at least 50 books a year. Mm-hmm. 2014 was the year of strength, tried to become stronger, got more active mm-hmm. into keeping myself fit and active, became heavy into CrossFit on top of my Taekwondo at the time. And then 2015 was the year Kaizen. Mm-hmm. And that was going to be the year of continuous improvement. Yeah. And that improvement really led to greater growth because that was the year I took on my first ever actual coach that actually hired mm-hmm. and that guy actually helped me to think a little bit bigger than I thought I was at the beginning I was like wow okay it's like why well, work for a library and be a manager when we can one day own your own library mm-hmm. and not only that getting challenged to write a book of my own at the age of 23 at the time and I'm dude. like dude I'm 20 freaking three like what the hell am I gonna write about at 23 <laughs> and and this was at first glance, so I didn't think about it, and I realized, you know what? 
I got something to share mm. and someone dared me to do this. And it's like, all right, I got a year to do this thing. Mm. Of all these folks are still publishing books nowadays, I can do this too. So that lived to 2016, massive action mm. to actually publish a book and join the business of immortality with hundreds of other folks out there doing it nowadays mm. and publishing it. Mm. And not only the massive action, because I mean, you got to have some kind of audacity to, Publish a self-help book in your early twenties nowadays, where millennials get a bad rap. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's so awesome, though, because you you leverage someone else's belief and faith in you, so that you didn't you didn't necessarily like you had to face your resistance and face that stuff, but you didn't have to like. It, it's like you could lean on that for for power, you know. And I think a lot of people struggle with motivating themselves, encouraging themselves, staying in the race, staying in the game because they don't have that person to lean on who believes in them at times way more than they believe in themselves. Because we can be our own greatest, you know, critic and our own greatest saboteur and our own own greatest enemy. We can also be our own greatest best friend and and cheer us on and you know champion ourselves. And I think that's something that we're all working on. But dude, that's that's so beautiful, man. Um, I recognize a lot of symmetry in our journeys. I didn't write a book when I was 23, but at 21, I had this like kind of rock bottom moment saying, hey, I'm not I'm not being my greatest possible self. It's time to turn things around. You know, I discovered network marketing. I was actively pursuing entrepreneurship, but I just I was trying to live two different lives. I was I got my electrical engineering degree and I was just like I wasn't wasn't being that best version of myself, man. And I was like, okay, it's time to time to really step up and hired a coach. He saw that that vision of what was possible for me and kept instilling that in me, even though I was like, you know, a brat and spoiled, spoiled uh, teenager turning into like entitled uh, early 20, 20 year old millennial. And he's like, you gotta, you gotta practice gratitude. You gotta practice these basics, these fundamentals, get your mindset um, in alignment. You know, I'm, I'm so grateful for those people, man. You can say that again, man. It's like, we all need each other in this giant, like cathedral of life. We reach a, like a giant brick here on this planet, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it, dude. So the going north, um, uh, uh, our theme, GPS, greatest possible self, there's alignment with that too, which I, I love it, man. Um, where did that saying come from? What is What does north mean to you? What does it mean to go north? Funny enough, it actually started off as a joke because I'm pretty sure you've had folks ask you, how's it going before? And you'd be, sometimes be like, I'm doing great. I'm fantastic. Yep. I'm burning it up in this case. Yep. And <laughs> for some reason, you know what? It was like, for some reason, I just wanted to be silly and just take a literal. I was like, yeah, I'm going north. And my colleague was like, ooh, okay. And it just really set it off the side after that. But funny enough, it was 2016 when it was the year of massive action and I needed a title for my book because I was basically compiling a lot of information from stuff that I've read that I've actually implemented. Yeah. I guess another thing too nowadays with authentic and vulnerability being two really magical buzzwords nowadays, because mm. folks are tired of folks faking the funk and faking it until you make it. Mm. And some folks fake it and they don't make it at all. Mm. And it's like, I don't want to be one of those guys that's pushing out stuff that I don't believe in myself or stuff I haven't done yet. Yeah. So basically taking what I've learned and actually putting it into a book and I realized I need a time for this. And I was mm -hmm. like, whoa, why don't I call the book called Going North? Because that, that was that year when I was really saying it a lot more often. And my coach said, hey, that's catchy. You might as well go with it. And that became the title of the book. And all the stuff that really led to the fact that my life motto is advance others to advance yourself because kind of like the whole two feet to two hands, like, hey, we got to move mm -hmm. and advance. Mm -hmm. And we advanced because someone else helped us to advance. We had to leverage that motivation, those words of truth, wisdom, power, encouragement, and love to actually go forth and take that gas mm -hmm. and to take our GPS metaphor that's inner within ourselves and actually go forward. So advancing others to advance yourself. And that's the going north philosophy. It's funny how a minor joke one day could be basically your brand the next day. Dude. So it's, it's fascinating how life happens, you know, these, these strokes of inspiration, these strokes of, of humor, of personality that just come through us and, and they, it turns into 
you know, a, a brand. It turns into something that sticks with you long after you've, you've said it. I think it's awesome, man. And I, I hear that you have this encouraging, this empowering attitude uh, for yourself. It's like this, this rock solid, positive mental attitude, man. How, how did you develop that? How did, how does something like someone create something like that? Sure thing, man. And this came to me in an idea one day when it was about, I think it was August of that year. I was coming down to the deadline of my book. I was like, all right, I got this stuff where, okay, I read these great books. Okay, that's good. All right. Uh, let's see. I listen to a lot of great audio. Let's see here. Becoming Great as Possible Self. Subscribe to the podcast. Okay, that's great audio. Uh, let's see. Visual Immersion. There's a video feature for this. So yeah, watch the YouTube channel. Subscribe to Chris Burns. Okay, that's good too. And then let's see. There's an E. Oh, wait, I encourage other people. Wait a second. R-A-V-E. And then, have you ever seen an anime called Rave Master before? Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that's basically how I developed and maintained a positive mental attitude. I was like, wait a second. I do all these things. And then the Rave Master opening theme song came to my freaking head, the English dub version. It's like, <laughs> Rave Master! It's like, you can have the power of the rave. And use it to take over the world. Well, not take over the world, not that part, but just really, <laughs> just anime cliche, Excalibur goodness just yep. came flying out. Rave. It's like reading great material, audio immersion, visual stimulation, and encouragement. Not just yourself, but encouraging others. So rave is how you develop and maintain a positive mental attitude. And that's chapter two in the first book. And that's really one of my favorite chapters out of both my books so far because it was it was just taking studies from past information and realizing hey you know what it's great to read it's also great to listen to and it's really just making sure you have your filter set up and being careful what you put in front of your eyes and in your mind because we have the conscious mind and the subconscious mind it takes everything in (laughs) everything like you probably forgot where you put your keys, but the subconscious mind knows where you put them somewhere because you put them <laughs> down somewhere like maybe five hours ago. Yep. So, yeah, man, that's how I develop. It's just reading great material constantly and always listening to good stuff that'll actually help me to learn, help me to actually have the right mindset, visual stimulation, always a good time. Like, hey, for like a good kung fu flick every now and then, if I see a nice roundhouse kick, kick out. Uh, funny enough, I was watching John Wick 3 yesterday. So <laughs> definitely, I do have a fun side if you haven't noticed already. So just stuff like that. And then the encouragement too. Mm-hmm. Like one challenge I like to give people wherever I go is that to encourage five random people a day. We got these five mm-hmm. fingers and mm-hmm. the make sure to get that thumb every day, at least five people a day. Because you have no idea what folks are going through. Heck, even I remember when we had the call before we did this interview and you mentioned how you lost your uncle like a few days before and it was so short and you didn't realize that he was going to, that was going to be your one of your last times seeing him. And it was like just stuff like that. You have no idea what folks are going through. Someone is carrying some kind of burden. They, it, it may even be heavier than two boulders or like five sumo wrestlers or it, you have no idea how heavy someone's carrying something. So always encourage other people. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was talking to someone who um, he was wanting to get a parking spot the other day. I think it was uh, David Wood who was on the podcast last week or the week before, and he was uh, wanting to park. And the lady um, like wanted to to take the spot, and he he got it. But then he gets out of his car, and she's like cussing him out like crazy, you know. And she ends up parking like right next to him, and uh, she says like he he walks over to her car because he's like I don't want I don't want to get out of my car, and she like keys my car or something, you know. I gotta go gotta go deal with this, so. So we can resolve this. And he's like a communication, tough conversations expert. So he walks over to her and uh, she's just like blowing up on him. And he said like, you know, basically like I, that was my spot. Did you not see that I was, I was going for it? Like I, I was waiting for a long time. Like what's going on, you know? And just like giving her space to, to share, like, um, like stop talking and just listen. And then she just like breaks down crying saying, you know, it's not you. I'm so sorry. Like I'm, I'm just angry. And then she gives him a hug. Right. And so it's like to just open up that space of listening, of being there for someone you have, we have no idea what people are going through, but to simply listen and open up that, that space, that opportunity to hear what's going on could transform someone's life, man. It could save someone's life too. 
Yeah, man. Amen to that, dude. And it's kind of goes back to the power of listening too. And that's something that a lot of folks can really keep abreast that skill of listening. I mean, heck, we're both podcast hosts. So it's like listening is something that we must do. You can't just listen to someone talk and then you throw in a reference about cactuses wearing pretzel hats and they're talking about <laughs> tough conversations here like wait a second what does a prickly <laughs> pretzel have to do with this conversation here like <laughs> it's just so important man. <laughs> man i love it i love it dom um you so you and i are millennials you know we're we're like really we're leading i would say the charge of saying what's possible of demonstrating values for people going north greatest possible self like being the best version of ourselves that we can be is there any other things that you would recommend to millennials who might be tuning in to, to live a fulfilling, successful life, man? Yes, indeed. So in addition to listening to great shows like this, or setting aside your time, as well as the wall of your ears to this great session of becoming your greatest possible self, is taking action. Taking action, definitely, because no matter how great we can become, no matter how great our potential is, that potential isn't going to be fulfilled if we don't actually move mm. in the direction of our potential. Yeah. Everyone has greatness within them. You just have to tap into it. You have to channel it. You have to take action to make it happen. I mean, it it's it can be rough. It it can be rough, especially nowadays where technology makes a lot of us introverted. Mm. And heck, even myself, believe it or not, I'm an actual introvert by recharge, by alone, having alone time. Yep. And just really realizing that, hey, it's great to listen to folks and watch folks do things, but hey, create your own version of success because it's different for everyone else. Like, hey, I'm I'm an author today, but there's probably a thousand other authors that are going to be pushing out their work by this time next year. It's mm -hmm. just going to happen the way technology has made it so much easier for folks to get this stuff out there. And just finding a way to actually separate yourself and learn from those who are doing what you want to do. And that's emulating the great. That's another thing, too, because if you can take the right action to make it happen, it will eventually happen. And heck, even just um, got done probably about an hour ago listening to uh, Life Transformation Radio with Sean Douglas. And he had Tony Watley on the show. Oh, yeah. And those two guys, champions. I love them because, yeah, they are champions because they're doing it. They're always consistently putting out great content yeah. and they always talk about the whole six to 12 month thing that a lot of folks don't do it's like three months here three months there mm -hmm. if they make it three months some last three weeks and some last three hours it's like no you got to be darn consistent here <laughs> if you're gonna make that magic happen and yeah. heck even that's kind of like one of the keys to explosive growth is consistency mm. Because if you're consistent with something, it's definitely going to happen. I wouldn't be having this conversation with you if I wasn't consistent with my podcast and interviewing folks all over the world week in and week out mm. and having one of the past guests looking us together. Like this would have never happened if I didn't stay consistently connecting with a lot of folks. And that's kind of like another version of ABC, always be connecting. Some mm. say always be closing, but hey, always be connecting. Always be connecting. Just connect the dots and connect pe connect with people. Yeah. A coach of mine um, says ABC is is like, you know, always be closing that mindset. It's like it's outdated. You know, it's today. It's, it's always be opening, opening conversations, opening possibility, opening relationships up to what could be, right? It's not this forced close, mm -hmm. but it's like opening up a, a blossoming a flourishing a connecting right opening up our hearts so that we can really connect and and that authenticity and vulnerability is such buzzwords unfortunately but it's like it's really what we are starving for you know human beings are starving for just really going deep with with connecting with other human beings and we have the most brilliant beautiful technology in the world but if we don't do those basics of like caring about people, getting out in nature, go doing things for fun, you know, fun that's not toxic, that's not, it's not numbing, it's not avoiding, it's not running, but just like being present with people and enjoying ourselves, doing some, some, uh, some karate or whatever it might be, you know, like just doing whatever it is, like having fun, man. <laughs> that's where I have fun on the bun, man. Fun on the bun. I love it. I love it, man. So you wrote a second book. Tell tell us what inspired the second book. Sure thing. So 
when Going North was published, uh, I told myself and other people two years from the publishing of the first book, I'd have a second follow-up book to Going North. And six months after my book was published, it was in it was October 2016, so about a good, wow, five months later. Nice. My father passed away in March of 2017 after his long battle with dementia. And it was a lot of inner grief that I didn't realize I had at the time. And because on top of writing that book when I wasn't doing my full-time work or doing volunteer work and doing all these things and running all around the Delaware, Maryland, Virginia area, and with Toastmasters and everything like that, I didn't have enough water in my own well to actually keep moving. I was in this place where I was no longer an elite performer. And I look back at my first book from time to time, and it mentions world-class performer, high performer, in like small bits and pieces. And I feel like, wow. So this is really like the setup for the follow book. And that's Save the Course, the Elite Performer's Seven Secret Keys to Sustainable Success. And one of those keys is health awareness. And I wasn't aware of my health. I was still going through grief. I gained over 64 pounds and not all muscle. <laughs> it was a little dirty bulking going on. So it wasn't all muscle. And, <laughs> and it was a lot of weight. And I wasn't getting a lot of sleep at all. I probably got maybe zero to two hours of sleep a night because I was doing the whole caregiving thing when my father would have sundown and would wake up in the middle of the night and thinking he was in some someplace else and even have a little PTSD from his WW2 days and then just having to go to work and then going to this volunteer organization and not even getting paid for this work directly. Mm. And just doing all of that and I realized, you know what? Self-care is a must and self-awareness is a must. And that's mm. the major focus for the second book, Stay the Course, because no matter what happens, we're, we're all going to lose someone we love. Mm. It's it's a given in this lifetime. And we all got to go through that grief period. I thought I was okay with it because we mm. saw it coming. With The writing was on the wall for months. And it still affected me. I didn't think it did because I was dropping the ball of my job and everything, my day job. And I realized, you know what? Something has got to change. So awareness is the major key that led to everything else is like, all right, just need to sit back, really do an inner check on myself, making sure, all right, okay, I'm kind of like a well here. And all these folks are coming in with their pails and their buckets drawing for me and I'm putting myself out there so darn much. What the heck am I doing to actually ensuring my livelihood here? It's mm -hmm. like I gotta actually make sure that I still have water because I'm not a I'm not a well if I don't have any water in me. So that's where the Vaw book came from is realizing, you know what, I need to be more self aware because in this life if you want to make something happen, there's gonna be times where you're gonna have those valley moments and you just gotta take it. But what it is, and realize, you know, something's got to change and I got to stay the course, especially if you're going to be on a big mission to inspire others. Yeah. Yeah. And, and having that clear destination, that's something that's been been preached forever, right? Like Earl, Earl, Nightingale, Earl Nightingale, you become what you think about most of the time, right? Like that is, that is the, the becoming, the destination and then I think of, I don't know if it was Socrates or Aristotle said, know thyself. Whoever said that is like, you know, that, oh, that yeah. yeah, it's like, it's that, it's that like timeless wisdom, right? It's, it's these, these kind of um, overdone statements, cliche, trite, whatever it might be, but um, it is so true. And it's like it, when we really implement it and live it and I think demonstrate it, ask ourselves, how do we demonstrate? How do we model this? How do we? How do we embody this? That that's like what really makes a difference, man. And um, I think it's life is going to give us challenges and opportunities to practice these fundamentals that we've heard, you know. And thankfully, I think we we hear things through seminars, through conversations, through books, through whatever. 
and we'll we'll start getting derailed, right? The 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 triggers, the old limiting beliefs, the old limiting patterns, the unconscious autopilot that takes over fear-based stuff that derails us and then to create that explosive growth, we got to take back control of the habit of saying no that's not who i'm going to be i'm not going to be the old version i'm not going to be the you know the unconscious paradigm but rather i'm going to consciously choose and then rechoose and then rechoose and then rechoose until it becomes the new habit becomes unconscious competence that just runs the show with this new habit with this new way of being but oftentimes it takes a lot of a lot of um, efforts to get there and especially in those trials and tribulations when the foundation is shaky when things are becoming uprooted and we're facing difficult moments that's when the deepest roots really we have to to make sure that they're planted feed those nourish those so that we can keep showing up and, and be healthy man Heck yeah, man. You're definitely right about that effort part. Heck, even Charlie Harari in his book, In Unlocking Greatness, he mentioned how really changing like that whole mental schema and the way you see things, it takes active effort. And that's something that we all got to keep in mind with not just with your mindset, but everything else it takes active effort. You have to be doing something to move yourself forward. And heck, even active effort in investing in your own stillness because... Mm. Mm. Read that in a recent book called Ladder Focus by Dr. Samuel Chand, and it mentioned at the beginning of the book, like, hey, invest in stillness. Mm. Because sometimes it can be so focused and so dredged, for lack of a better word, into we're so fog, we're like in our own fog here of all this work we've created for ourselves. We've built this busy list, this to do list that keeps ever growing, and it's longer than all the Elder Scrolls series. and <laughs> We're so really just lost in the fact that we got all this busy work, but we never take the time to invest in our own stillness and have that time to actually re-engage and give ourselves a little time, a little break away from it. Yeah. And that's probably another key to explosive growth is the care piece because you got to have mm. self-care in mind. Mm. And a lot of folks are talking about that nowadays, and they should because like growth is really going to happen at a higher level with or without the weed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did go, go with that bad pun with the hire. But anyways, <laughs> it's going to really happen <laughs> when you invest in stillness. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. So still, stillness is, is so important, man. It, like, it really takes that those moments of reflection and seeing what is going on. We have to let the dust settle of the emotions, right? So that we can create the clarity. It's almost, it's almost like a coherence, um, like heart math, head in, head and mind and, and heart coherence. I feel that um, stillness and meditating is an access to realigning our head and our heart so they can get back into sync, right? And and then from that point, we're the most powerful. We can, we can call in the greatest manifestation, the greatest visualization, the greatest truth of what is our next step of, of, what are we here for? How do we how do we create clarity? How do we create that next big breakthrough um, and and have that explosive growth? It's like our head and our heart getting into alignment because sometimes our head might be running the show. We're constantly thinking about like worry and fear about the future. Sometimes our heart just our emotions are just like going rampant, right? They're just like unleashing uncontrolled. But it's when we get those back into alignment. That's that's when transformation happens, man. That's right, man. Be on a straight line, baby. Or maybe even the conga line. All the alignment. <laughs> I love your sense of humor, man. I love it. You know, on the pre-interview calls, like, you know, we're talking about anime. We're talking about, I'm just busting up this whole dang time, man. Um, dude, one thing I want to wanna ask you, like, I feel the um, the anime, the, um, like, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, all these things that we saw as as teenagers and like what went into our minds, right? For me, it's like, it showed me what's possible. It showed me like, what what can we create in our reality? I'm curious, like, what do you see? Is there any like big aspirations or um, crazy sci-fi fantasies or, you know, like things that are far out 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years that you're you're looking forward to? I'm, I'm curious, man. Yeah, man, the same thing I tell a lot of folks the goal is to become diplomat of Maui, man. That's the that's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> Let me stop. That's not even a position. <laughs> Maui's in Hawaii. That's not even a thing. 
<laughs> oh man. But yeah, one one big goal, one big goal. I, I have to say, one thing will probably be to one day have a library of my own, like an old, like a physical building with yeah. actual books, technology, and everything like that. That would definitely be a huge goal that I'd like to see manifest in this lifetime. I mean, it's like in, heck, even some places nowadays, heck, like libraries are filled with gold, man. Because yeah. like it, not only do they contain the books, but if you have enough money to invest in the staff to staff and man the place to make it at its peak where you get folks with all sorts of various levels of expertise to help out folks. It's filled with gold with just the books, the availability with the spaces and the folks that can just help you out with all that you need. So that's definitely a huge real goal that's down the road for me. And it is going to manifest, definitely going to speak it into existence and take the action to Make it happen like Captain Crunch. That's right. Well, Dom, you you like were quote unquote raised in a library, right? You were you were you were developed, you yeah. were incubated into greatness in a library library, man. So I think it's it's a beautiful tribute and homage to this place that had such a big influence on your life and becoming the person that you are today, man. I think it's awesome. Yeah, man. It's on you, man. It's not just chocolate here, as I like to tell folks. <laughs> dude so do you have another book coming man yes it's gonna be dropping like a beyonce album you have no idea when it's coming it's gonna be a nice book yep that's right like a mic drop pipe bomb senior book style that's right it's because it's gonna be popping out of nowhere like popcorn out of a pop secret bag man yeah all day man i'm talking like all the corn still approaching but yeah there's a third book in the works and not going to give too many details about that. It's just going to be a nice surprise because Boom. it's like, you know what? It could be another self-help book, but it could be another novel because I do have an idea for a novel as well. Mm. And I am a big fan of Final Fantasy as well, especially Final Fantasy X. So yes. it might Titus, be... Titus, man. Titus is my, yeah. my dude. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. With the awkward laugh at all, I'm telling you. <laughs> Freaking slashing giant fiends and kicking blitz balls at them. <laughs> like imagine that in real life. Like you, like for some reason, like some dudes come to attack you, you clothesline them. And I know he tries to get back up, and then you kick a soccer ball at him. <laughs> oh Waka! Oh Waka! <laughs> oh man, Waka too. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Dude. That's right. A real life Xanarkin. That's the real goal. Yeah. The library's going to be called Xanarkin. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Yeah, I think I think that the the perspective that you have, and and I I would say I, I I value it. You know, like this fantasy, these fantasy worlds that we've experienced. There's so much. There's so much um, uniqueness and creativity and ability to to transform people's minds you know like to really reach into their subconscious mind i know i had another guest on um Sarion, who who wrote about this this book um and basically oh, it, was, it was like yeah bridge between two worlds yes right? yes Roy sands yeah yeah so so he like wrote that and it was this book that was fictional but on the same token it's like opening up portals of possibility in people's mind to see things that they never would have seen before. And like they're awakening, they're leveling up their consciousness. And I'm like, dude, that's so brilliant, you know, to make it entertaining and to be able to impact people's, people's um, consciousness is, is awesome. Super cool. Heck yeah, man. Open up that conscious, man. Keep that fifth eye open. Well, some call it the third eye, but I got glasses. So fifth eye for me. (laughs) Wouldn't it be sixth? You got to get a spectacle for your third eye. Ah, yuck. It's a new level. New level new lock. Level. Yes, the sixth eye has been unlocked. I got the monocle now. Doesn't um, doesn't Tien have a third eye in, in uh, Dragon Ball Z? Oh, yeah. That's the thing, too. And, like, and they still said he was human, apparently, with yeah. that ingot. Yeah. Like, his literal third eye was literally open the whole time. Like, all right, okay. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, did you ever watch Yu Yu Hakusho? Oh, yeah. I love that show, yeah. man. Yeah, he, he Especially... had his, his, like, little band that he took off, unleashed that, that 
whatever was in him, demon something, flame or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the dragon of the darkness flame, yes. that's right. He's <laughs> <is> so cool. <laughs> Freaking love that show, man. Oh, especially that episode when um, Yurameshi, he, like, defeated, like, the guy in season three with the big demon, and then he had no one else to conquer, and he had this dream where he was tied up, and he was on the ground, and then he was like, wait a second, I have to beat myself up because I beat everybody. <laughs> and he was on the ground tied up <laughs> with oh arms and legs and everything. Good times. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Do you, I'm curious, with your the people who you work with and speak to, you speak to all different age groups, corporations, kids. Like, Tell us a little bit more about that, man. Yes, indeed. So since I have a library background that's basically everything to everybody mm-hmm. and it translates over into what I do because not only was I have like 12 years experience in the library world I actually was in a church where folks were 10 20 30 years older than me so I basically had to adapt to them yeah so the thing is I can reach kids and I can reach adults too because I can come from that place of hey I have parents who are basically senior citizens all of my time here and I was raised in a church where I was around a lot of folks who've had some silver wisdom on their heads and I can also reach the kids too especially with the kid voices especially if I bust out all twins and just come out of nowhere and really just getting a lot of folks one one of my main areas of focus is to focus on the the teens especially in high school because I've noticed like you know what that may be the place where to get them because one time oh man yeah and not to mention this one time where i actually had to speak to these multiple groups of kids it was it was like fifth grade all the way up to eighth grade at the martin luther king day breakfast and it was a nice occasion so really just times with kids so basically making sure that i'm energetic and making sure i'm telling great stories and engaging with the audience and that's one of the main things i love to do is try to engage with the audience yeah man not, not not with engagement rings, but you but you catch real drip though. Yep. But just making sure you're keeping them active and inspiring them yep. to actually do something with their own lives and actually write books and even heck, even starting your own online radio show via podcasting because that's exploding nowadays. And of course, personal growth being a part of the John Maxwell team as well because like that's having awesome. access to that content to help folks grow into the giant trees that give positive shade to people in the summer. To keep them cool, mm. as opposed to that negative shade that people like to give to people. <laughs> I love it. What what inspired you to go with John Maxwell? What was it about that organization that drew you? Yeah, man, John Maxwell is my favorite author of all time, and wow. picking up his book Five Loves of Leadership helped me to become a voracious reader because I've read so many of his books after that. He's and my goodness, I. I got certified August of last year and going down to Orlando and seeing him in action. Guy was 72 and his presentation style was so darn dynamic. Mm. He gave his best. He was his greatest possible self during the whole event because if you see YouTube clips of him, he's usually like in a stool and he's engaging and everything like that, which is different. But even though he was on a stool, he was actually standing up and everything like that. So just seeing him in action and him as being one of my role models because I want to be similar to him when I get my seventies. I want to be able to be a great dynamic communicator even then. And just the fact that his content really saved my life, especially that book he wrote called thinking for a change Mm. where he had various questions sprinkled throughout the book. But I, one time I, especially when I first got into it, I would take those five questions and make and design my days based around them. And those questions are, the first one is, what good will I do today? Mm. So think of what good will I do today? Am I going to share a smile, a caring word, encouragement? And then there's part two is, what must I do? So that project you may be procrastinating on, you're like, all right, let me just put take this out of the task jar that I need to fulfill and just try to get that done. Mm. And then there's, what can I share? And then that may be a time where it's like, all right, so there might be somebody who may be really going through a downtime and may need more than encouraging words. Like, hey, maybe a little of that cash donation to help out the help out with the rest of the day, man, through like Cash App or whatever. And then there's the other two questions after your day is over and you're about to rest for the night. 
and reflecting your day is what goods I do today. So that focuses on what good you did today. If you focused on the first question, you took action on that and made it happen. You already answered question number four. Mm. And question five is what did I learn today? Mm. And that can also be something great to journal in. And it's like we're we're always learning and growing every day if we really take the time and reflect and think about like what we're doing and just those questions, like because questions provoke thought. Mm. And if you ask yourself the right questions, you get some answers and you eventually get that right answer. You'll be able to align your compass, your GPS in the way to keep staying the course to where you need to go. Yeah. Dom, there's, there's so many different questions that someone could ask themselves, you know, and these are, these are a certain set of questions. I'm curious, how does someone know which questions will make the biggest difference for them? And in, in terms of your routine, are these the questions that you ask? Do you ask additional questions? Uh, how does someone build that into their into their daily routine? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so those five questions, the first three, those are usually done around, I'd say the night before, because that's usually the best time to do it. Because yeah. that helps you prepare and then to get your mind working while you're asleep. Yeah along with the last two questions. And the last two questions are really the easy part. I call that the PAR method, Hmm. preparation and reflection, the three questions, the first three, what good am I going to do, and all the other good stuff. Mm -hmm. Those questions are to prepare your mind for the day because, heck, even I think it was George St. Pierre mentioned how the fight is won before you get in the cage. Mm. So basically before you metaphorically get into the cage the next day, you prepare by getting your mind right and focusing on the good things that you can do. Asking yourself questions like, what good am I going to do? You're already thinking about what's good, lovely, faithful, and honoring to not only yourself, but other people. So thinking of something that will not only benefit you, but your fellow human being. And just those reflection questions. I'd say those five questions I just gave will probably be the best ones to start with because you don't have to ask them all at once. Mm. If you give like yourself the three questions to ask yourself, at night and then you give yourself that time to focus on the following day then you'll also be able to reflect on and then there's even higher level questions of once you get to a business owner status one of my coaches he asked himself this powerful question is how can i add more value to more people in less time mm-hmm. and that's heck of a powerful quote because there's a lot of folks adding value to folks in a way and there's some folks who may think they're adding value, but truth be told, you're just really helping folks unlock their inner value because everyone is valuable already. That's kind of another buzzword nowadays that folks kind of jack up in a way because human beings are valuable. Every person is valuable in their own regard. Folks just have to decide what level of value they're going to be allowed to display in this lifetime. Like everyone has value, both you and myself, Chris, like the folks listening right now, like we all have value already. It's like, how do we unlock it? And that just goes to what good are you going to do today? And what did I learn today? Like sometimes folks have been telling me a few years ago, I got this radio voice. I learned that folks like hearing me speak, so I should speak. And like, all right, sometimes you may test out certain jokes on people. It's like, all right, I'm, I'm known as the corny joke guy. And it's like some corny jokes actually hit harder than expected. It's like, oh, okay, good. All right. I'm going to be telling this to 50 other people and they're probably going to be pissed about it, but I'm going to love it anyway. Just stuff like that. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Those are, those are powerful questions. I love it. I, I think that process, it's, it's, a, it's a habitual process to anchor in the lessons, the learning. I think a lot of people are drifting through life. A lot of people are not intentionally showing up to life for the top priority you know that one thing it's even that i feel like has become a buzzword it's like what's your one thing it's like okay cool do you do you really realign with it every day you you say you're one year for the one one thing for the year but you don't look at it for the next six months you don't look at it for the next nine months you don't look at it till you know december 25th or 27th 2020 and then you say okay i want to figure out my next one thing it's like you got to be realigning every day realigning keep go continuously checking am i going north am i aligned with my compass my gps man it's it is essential and i think that's that's like that's like a, a success habit that makes like all the difference when we're moving when we're taking action when we're in momentum it makes all the freaking difference man that's right. It makes a major difference, baby. That's right. It's a major key. Maybe not major pain, but it's a major key. 
One, Tevi, Tevi. I love it. <laughs> okay, so your your um, consistency, that's like a big big part for you, man. What else can people do to ignite the momentum of consistency and um, taking actions or anything else around habits or consistency you'd recommend? Uh, yeah, so consistency and habits. So making sure you get at least a good seven and a half hours of sleep every day, that's Easier said than done for most people, but that would be definitely one. I'd say if you got like a TV at home sometimes, one of my coworkers, she's like, yeah, put the TV on and then watches me go to sleep. I'm like, all right, well, make sure you put it on the smooth jazz channel instead. So that way you don't wake up wanting to buy some (laughs) random thing that you didn't know that you wanted. (laughs) Programming your mind with advertisements all night long. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And unless it's like buy endless copies of Dominic's book. I mean, if you're going to right. listen That's to that right. for eight hours, I mean, yeah, yeah, do that one. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you do that, I'm I'm all for it. Trust me, connect for I'm all for it. But yeah, stuff like that. And heck, even in addition to the questions, there's also just the fact of, hey, not only encouraging yourself, there's also affirmations as well. It's classic. And one of my favorite affirmations, it's something I do daily. It's always says that something wonderful is going to happen to me today. Yes. And that could be something as small as somebody giving you their last stick of gum when it's literally their last stick of gum. That actually happened to me at a conference wow. because it was after lunch and I had no mints on me. I'm like, all right, got it. Gum on. It's like, oh, yeah, you were that wonderful thing. <laughs> I said it was going to happen, and I told us like, yeah, you were that wonderful thing that happened to me today. Yeah. And doing it in a macho man Randy Savage voice, too. <laughs> yeah, brother. Even though you're a sister, that you are definitely a wonderful thing that happened to me today. <laughs> I love it. it. It doesn't have to be big, man. It could be like yeah. I woke up today, you know? If if someone just looks for that evidence, for that, for that, the the thing, you know, the silver lining, the the nugget of wisdom, the nugget of value, like the the just the needle in the haystack, so to speak, or you know, it's probably way more abundant than that. We can find it. We can look we can really attract those things. And it's like gratitude, man. That is that is such a, a powerful amplifier of receiving more, of activating more success, momentum, happiness, connection, all of it, man. That's right, man. It's expanding, babe. I'm telling you, it's like a waistline. It keeps expanding, man. I'm Not mine. That's the I am disassociating from that one. <laughs> 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 That's right. It didn't fall from the chocolate chip trap. That's right. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Dude, this is this is gold. Um, I think it's it's so awesome what you're doing, and I think the the podcast is is really important too because I've I've recognized how much value podcasting has brought to my life. The amount of communication growth that has happened because of it. The network that it's built connecting with people around the world. Freaking awesome, man. Um, tell us a little bit more about your experience, journey, podcasting, and what you would tell people who are thinking about starting their own podcast. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You're definitely right. Personal growth is the biggest gift that a podcast can give mm. to anyone, especially a podcast host if you do an interview-based style show because you get to you get to connect with people all over the world. When I started my podcast, I thought I was going to be doing a bunch of personal development, self-help, and self-published authors, but it expanded, you know, let me uh, widen it a bit, but not too far. And then I got all these other folks from all the world who are into like being empaths and all the channeling and all this this other stuff. I'm like, all right, this is kind of cool. I'm like, shoot, this is awesome. And just really expanding my mind and being open to the fact that at the end of the day, we're all human. We all desire the same thing in different forms. It's like, hey, we all want peace of mind. Our peace of mind may just be having a temple somewhere out in Midwest USA where there's nice peace and quiet. Some, it could be being that multimillionaire for some, it could be coaching and helping others to expand. And every Monday and Thursday, a new episode of the going North podcast goes up. It's a different author every time where we talk about their setbacks and how they overcame them as well as anything else they want to promote. And sometimes they even survive my uh, dad jokes too. It's that that's also 
another thing usually making the guests laugh out of nowhere funny enough actually i had one guest laughing a couple weeks ago because she uh was an IT major, and I was like, "Yeah, you got to be careful. You could your, your refrigerator could have an IP address, and if you're not nice to it, it can grow arms and legs and attack you." So, just stuff like that, man. Just really growing yourself as a listener and a communicator, yeah. and yeah. helping those who listen to your show and become best versions of themselves, and opening up our minds to new ways of thinking, mm. or better yet, just uncovering ways of thinking that haven't been brought to the forefront yet. Because at the end of the day, there's the classic thing that there's nothing new under the sun. Mm. And in a way, it's actually kind of true when you think about it, because we're in the age where information is being brought to us at a more rapid rate. Mm. And a lot of stuff, even though folks are getting attention and whatnot, it's stuff that's probably been going on. Mm longer than we realize and it's just that social media is just a tool to help us realize and bring it out so just really connecting folks together at a more rapid rate and realizing like hey we're all basically doing similar things to get similar goals which is to basically just have peace of mind and at the end of the day we all can do it mm. and that even one uh major message to the podcast is and funny thing is some folks are that I've met, they're like, so you only have authors on your show? And I'm like, uh, yeah, you know how many authors are out there nowadays <laughs> that that you don't know of? It's like, that's, it's like, yeah, you're kind of limiting people out. I was like, eh, not really, not really. And another thing is, is like, it's to bring to the fact that success is tangible. Mm. Like, if, if it's going to challenge you to write a book of your own to join the business of immortality, you can do that. So that's really the main thing. Success is tangible for everyone and everything, man. Mm, mm, so good so good man um so you're writing this this third book that's that's in the works you're continuing to grow your podcast tell us what other things are important to you projects um you know your business aspects of your business you're focusing on especially this this upcoming year 2020 what what are your top priorities man yes top priorities not only Doing more speaking and guesting on other podcasts. I'm hoping to get on at least 50 podcasts this year because I was on about 23 last year, I believe, if I did the counting right. So I want to get at least on 50 this year to not only grow my own podcast, but also to expand and meet other people and to get the book done, but also to help my mom celebrate her 80th birthday. She's going to be turning 80 in March and definitely going to. Make sure she gets showered with love and attention that day. Because um, I was thinking of doing a gala, but it's like she's not really much of a people person nowadays. So it might just be a day of just uh, showering with random surprise and preparing like pictures and things like that. So that's yeah. really the major thing for Q1 for my first quarter of my 2020. Because mm-hmm. like that's another thing too. Like it's, especially millennials, if you know your parents and they were good to you. Make sure you take care of them. Your loved ones, take good care of them. Like always be grateful for your loved ones, acknowledge them, adore them, admire them and hug them tight every day and tell them like, Hey, I thank you because three days before my father passed away, I thanked them for everything they did for me. And I'm glad I told him that because he'd passed away three days after that. If I didn't thank him, I never would have, he probably would have never known that or he probably would have forgotten about it at the time. He probably knew, but he really didn't know he hadn't heard it in a while. So that's one of the major things. It's like, yeah, business is great. I'm I'm always up for more speaking, more coaching, helping people become the best versions of themselves, but also taking care of those that have taken care of me and mm-hmm. just making sure that I honor and admire them. Yeah, man. I I I've really had a tough time learning that myself because I've I've been so hungry to grow in myself and business and achieve. I, I like the ambition, man. It's huge. And my parents did so much for me, you know, so much, like gave so much and prioritized my well-being and experiencing travel and vacations and a nice life. And they invested so much time and energy into making sure I had you know, good habits, studying, um, even I, they did their best, like trying to teach me finances and stuff, you know, like I was, I was a rebellious team, a teen, I was, I didn't want to listen, but you know, they, they did their best. And so I think that's, that's like, man. And even if someone out there you're listening right now or watching right now, like 
even if your parents weren't the best to you, I think it's it's important to give them credit because they did the best that they can, they, the best that they could with the knowledge, with the skills, with the information that they had. They did the best that they could with the, the modeling that was given to them by their parents and by what they were raised with. So, you know, just like really focusing on the things that we're grateful for, the things that did work and learning the lessons from the things that maybe they did that we didn't like so much and saying, I'm grateful that that happened. I wouldn't do it again. I would choose to experience it again. I wouldn't choose to have that happen to anyone else, but I'm grateful it happened because now I have that perspective. I have that contrast. I have that wisdom to make sure that I show up differently in love and in my greatest possible self with my loved ones. That's right, baby. That GPS, baby. That's right, greatest possible self, baby. That's right, with nine pack abs, baby. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> if that's even a thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No, you're, you're hilarious, man. I love it. This is great. This is great. So, there's people out there who are thinking about having you come speak for them. There's people out there who are um, wanting to work with you directly, one on one, get your book, listen to your podcast. Tell them how they can do all that goodness, man. Sure thing. Feel free to reach out to me at dombrightman.com. Feel free to head over to dombrightman.com. And you can also shoot me an email at dom at dombrightman.com. And heck, even follow me on all the social medias. Got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. I got a Pinterest account. I pin stuff, stuff, but definitely don't go there to try to reach out to me, though. I mean, you can, you can follow me and see what I pin, but it's like once every three months. But definitely... LinkedIn especially, especially LinkedIn. Reach out on LinkedIn. If you like what you heard, reach out there. I'm I'm easy to find. The good news is my name is very original at this point. And if someone steals it, I'm coming for you. But seriously, <laughs> though, just feel free to reach out. Love to work for you. Love to be on your podcast. Love you to listen to mine and leave some feedback as well. So that way we can help grow each other. Because at the end of the day, no one is a self-made success because that's the biggest lie that anyone's ever really put out there. Someone had to buy a product. Someone had to be convinced. Like somebody had to give you the courage or someone encouraged you to do something. So reach on out. DonBrightman.com, DonBrightman.vip, emails, all that good stuff. I respond as well. You're a great human being, Dom. I appreciate you. And I'm excited to be on the journey with you. I'm excited to continue laughing with you. I'm excited to continue reminiscing about anime with you. And you're just a just a, a good good guy. So I appreciate you, man. Thank you for being here. Thank you for serving us, our audience, inspiring, encouraging us. Let's freaking go north. Everyone go to DomBrightman.com. Check out his stuff going north and then what's the other book titled again one more time just so in case anyone wants that one uh yes yeah, stay the course and that was actually getting good reviews stay the course 37 reviews so far compared to the first book so stay the course right. the elite performers seven secret keys to sustainable success and the good news is the books are short another thing about my books they're not going to be long because people don't have time for six thousand pages man nope. come on now <laughs> i'm nope. keeping them under 100 for the most part so go on out there pick up a nice good read give you what you need Boom. i love it dom stay stay freaking fired up stay rolling like a rock like like a champ man you you are a boulder rolling i appreciate you dom have a great rest of your night okay you too take it easy man from the bottom of my heart thank you for tuning in Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescape.com.
www.thepodcastplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. Thank you.